Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the MTG Conflux Cast. My name is John, and I'm joined this week by my co-host, Chris. Hey. This week we're going to be catching up from our break and talking about some recent modern events, as well as some developments in the format while we've been away. Uh, but first, we're going to get into our weekly roundup, where we talk about what we've been up to since the last time we uh, talked to you. So, Chris, you want to start? Oh, so last time you heard from us, uh, debriefing from the MCQ. And long ago. Ever since then, what I've been doing is been losing. Oh, yeah? Losing is what I've been doing. Do the big die. I've played three leagues since the, the MCQ online. I went zero and five twice. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I also uh, didn't cash a single FNM since then either. Ugh. Okay then, so you uh, used up all your moxie. Yeah, so I I, I literally haven't won anything <laughs> since <laughs> then. It's the uh, the fucking gif of Woody Harrelson like dabbing his tears with dollar bills. <laughs> That's a yes. That's you. That's I you. Am, I am local amulet hero. You should listen to me for all your advice. Proceeds to 05 twice in a row playing the deck. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. Yikes! Dude. So so why why what happened? Why do the wheels come off? Um, the first league I was playing Karn. Don't do it. Karn sucks. Okay, hot take. Karn is the big fucking suck. Although, what you just went 05 twice. So should they really listen to you? Well, if I went 05 playing Karn, obviously it's bad, right? <laughs> Clearly, okay. <laughs> um, the second time I went 05, I played pretty poorly. I was like, I, I lost at least two of those matches to, to misclicking. Yeah, that's just moto things, right? But I mean, that was just like my brain was like at the wrong stage at the wrong time. So it's like, oh, I have like double amulet. I just fucking kill him now. And then I go and get like the Boros Garrison plus like the double strike land instead of the haste land. Like, oh, Ooh, that's... I'm I surprised. I'm surprised. We just don't do that now. I'm surprised you make mistakes like that. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was playing with, I think it was Kevin when I was playing that league. Nah, he just distracted. Yeah, I don't know. And another time, I was like thinking about, um, what I maybe I've made three fuck ups like that. It was really bad. It was like egregiously <laughs> bad. Um. I like, you know, play a Titan and instead of me my haste lands, I go get the lands I wanted to get off of the attack trigger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I just missed eight damage and two more land mana in play. Yeah. And that like probably lost, like I probably would have won the game had I, you know, actually attacked him there. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And then another one was, was like uh, unbelievably egregiously bad. I like transmute and then clicked on a land I was going to get off of an ETB Titan trigger. So basically, just like transmute for like the haste sounds like, oh, oh my god, that is not where I want this card to be. Oh my god, <laughs> let it's me like just float, put this. It's like float nine mana, transmute Taloria West, put haste in my hand, go. Huh? Yeah. Aces. You know, when you play like that, it's not so hard to. Go what were you supposed five. to get? Like, why were you transmuting? I was supposed to get Summoner's Pack to play a Titan, and then the Titan was supposed to get the lands. Ah, uh, okay. But I just, I, like, went straight for the land. 
Yeah. And because how it works, as soon as you click on a land, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what you got. Yep. Transmuting is done now. And yeah, that's. Were you? Uh, I'm not sure if it was you, but Kevin told me he like hexed somebody again. Where he like did oh, that yeah, thing that he does. Oh yeah, that was me. <laughs> I'm sitting there playing against Grixis Shadow, and you know they do the turn one Thossies thing, right? Turn two sh- Death Shadow because he street raced three fucking times. Got him. And then I was like, well, I mean, like I probably like how am I even dying here? Like I can make a Titan on next turn. I think I'm probably okay-ish. And then Kevin's like, well, he could have exactly dismember your blocker into TBR and you die. And the opponent's been tanking for like, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds by now. It's like, like, come <laughs> on, man. What are the, and it's like, life starts going, like, paying costs. Oh, life no. starts going. And I was like, yeah, meta! <laughs> so I Dude, just got turn three by Shadow. Uh, Dude, Kevin is, he does that constantly to people. Constantly. It was so ridiculous. Just like, oh, turn one, Thought sees you, turn two, Shadow, Inquisition you, turn three, just remember your blocker, TBR you for 22, GG, get good scrub. Kevin's always, like, sitting over, like, watching you play Moto, and he's, like, the guy with the fucking math going past his face, like, thinking really hard, and then you just hear, like, a ding and he just, like, spits out, here's how you could lose, and it's, like, this long, complicated string of stuff sometimes, and then the opponent just does it. No, Kevin, Kevin is a witch? And he he utters curses. One spooky boy that that like it, it, under the guise of he, he, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? <laughs> and then let me go ahead and act real surprised when my curse takes effect. Yeah, ha ha. Oh, ho. how never, unfortunate! I've never seen someone do this so much. He like. I think at first he was like surprised and now he just does it because it's just like it just it's unreal. Yeah, it's constant. I feel like we've talked about this before, haven't we? Like Probably. Yeah. This it's yeah, it's fairly regular. At least like once a month he just like will just randomly call some line and it just happens. And he's like not calling lines that often. Like usually they're pretty like mundane, you know. Um and then he'll just like call some galaxy brain shit and then it'll happen. Fucking putting a hex on you. <laughs> yeah, and it, it'll be it's always like these super narrow, like what are the odds things and Yeah. Just get got. So aside from all that, you played any magic or has it just been the the you did FNMs you said, right? Yeah, one was with Amulet where I went two two. The other was with the snow deck, which I went technically one two, but I went two two because my round four opponent never showed up. Oh yeah. Good shit. <laughs> The snow day was a very tilting day because um, I showed up, I won my first round, feeling pretty good, and then I paired against Jund, and I lose in, like, turn five of turns. And we had, like, this life total discrepancy, which took, like, a million years to resolve. It wouldn't be a match against Jund without going to time and having a life total discrepancy. So the the problem was she needed to top deck exactly Lightning Bolt to kill me for Xaxes, which she did. <laughs> so it would have been Xaxes with my map, my like my life count. But from her life count, I would have survived at one. Huh. And then like had I survived I mean it was like turn four. I think it was turn four of turns. Because 
Had I been at four and gone down to one from the bolt, I had a Karenos in play, and my top deck was a Snapcaster Mage who would have snap bolted her and killed her from six life exactly. Huh. <laughs> I see. So it's very awkward. As it turns out, both of our life totals were wrong. What? But the Lightning Bolt was indeed lethal. Wait, what? So what was what were the life totals? So I at one point I had a scavenging use, and she thought I was eating creatures to like gain life. When actually I was eating planeswalkers to shrink goif. So uh-huh. she just gave me the life anyway because she, I don't know. Did the planeswalkers actually exit the yard? Yes. Huh. But she just like was so convinced that I was going to do the creatures. She just like oh. wrote it down before it like happened. I see. I, I see. guess. And just like never corrected it. I see. And then I did the big dom and decided that I should gain a life for fetching instead of losing one. Wow. Savage cheats. So, I see. But actually, I should have. So when the so bolt happened, two? I should have been at. She had me at four. I had me at two. I should have been at one. Wow, <laughs> way off. Yeah, it was a it was a clusterfuck. What? How was her life off? That uh, wait. How was her life off then? Um, plus two life off of the skews, and I guess she missed a fetch. I don't know. Ugh, fun. It's not like we have, like, a level, like, two judge or anything at the shop to help, like, unravel that either. Yeah, I mean, Andrew came over and did his best, but we yeah, eventually figured I mean, out I should have been at one. Andrew has other responsibilities, unlike, you know, a judge is usually there to, like, at that point, give it their full attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I would have died either way, but well, feels bad. She did top deck the, the one burn spell. I guess K-Command could have got me two. Gotcha. But, um, we, it was it was a slog though. Good God, did, it was a slog. You did some more losing over the weekend too, right? Um, oh, I was really upset because I got paired against Blue Scape Shift. I'm like, who the hell plays this deck? Oh, I didn't mean it, Magic. <laughs> oh well, we can we can we're getting there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Continue. Continue. Yeah, I'm just like, who the hell plays Bluescape Shift? Like, what is this? Like, Asshole. what year is this? And as you know, the snow deck is not so good at killing someone in a timely manner. No. No, it's not. Although Oko does fix that. It's also not so great against, like, these um, control combo decks. Yeah, spell-based combo with a controlling slant is... Because also, also better now because of Drown in the Walk. <laughs> We've made improvements recently. So he just gets to sit there and play ramp spells, and, you know, the Snow deck doesn't actually have a lot of counter magic in it. It has more now, but yeah, yeah. And so you just kind of sit there and like, well, I can't blow my only, like, point of interaction on these ramp spells, so... Yeah, it's not a winning play. Hopefully my codals can get you there eventually, and uh, they they do not. <laughs> like, you have to have Cryptic plus Force of Negation to, like, have a hope of surviving through them putting scapeshift on the stack. Yeah. Yeah, Drone of the Walk really helps. Really helps. Costing two mana instead of four is pretty big. So I, I remember I lost a game. He didn't even have like permission for the, the scapeshift. He's like, scapeshift, like, oh, force navigation that. Like three mana. Cancel. He's like, okay. Untaps. Scapeshift. Cryptic command. Counter that bounce. And he's like, okay. 
<laughs> End of your turn. Noxus Revival Mind Scape Shift. Untap draw. Scape Shift. Like, well, didn't draw another counter. Guess we lose. Yeah. <laughs> Darn, my my one power didn't quite close out the game in time. <laughs> yeah, and like Trophy can kill Volokut, but they can play around that too. And yeah, it's like it's with Scape Shift, it doesn't even work. Like it doesn't it? No, sure. you still just fucking die. Oh, because the trigger's already on the stack. Yeah. yeah. Valka yeah. doesn't care if it is still there or not. It just cares about the number of mountains, which is really hard to actually, like... By the time they're scapeshifting against us, they have many mountains. <laughs> yeah, like, even if they do the seven land scapeshift and you shoot one of their mountains, odds are they have another basic mountain in their deck and you die anyways. Yeah. I made the, like, Galaxy Brain play against scapeshift a while back on the deck where they, like... Um, they like pacted, uh, they like pacted without having a second forest or something like that. I want to say, and I was like looking, I was looking at their deck and like, or I was looking at deck list online, and most of them I think were playing like one forest at the time or something like that. Yeah, so the since they had packed, they packed it for a Steve, I think. So they like, packed it for Steve, played Steve past and it was like um looking at the current list are being played they were only playing one forest so my line was to like trophy their forest and then play a blood moon <laughs> and they just had the second forest and i was really sad but i was like oh, i want to get this guy i want to get him it's like looking at all the current lists they are only playing one one forest it's like i hope this guy net decks nope 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 <laughs> if anything it'd be one forest one snow covered forest yeah, this is before everyone was quite as snowy, but yeah. I don't think people were like on board the Field of Dead Field of the Dead train at that point as much. I don't know. Anyways, this is before the MCQ. And then with the Amulet, I uh I lost the beer because that's a very skill intensive matchup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Man, I played against Tall Mike. His hands were insane. Like he has Game Money has Scout, Amulet, Azusa, Bounce Lands, Titans, and a Ghost Quarter, just naturally. Nice. So it's like, well, fuck me, you can't beat that. <laughs> and he's on the play, obviously. <laughs> and then game two, he has double Amulet, Azusa, Bounce Lands, Titan. So he goes Amulet, Pass, Amulet, Pass, and I'm like, ah, oh, Force like Vigor of both your Amulets. He's like, okay, untap Azusa, Land, Land, next turn. <laughs> Untap Titan, kill you anyways. Like, alright. <laughs> uh, brutal. And then I think it's Ivan on Devoted Combo and you just did the thing. Yeah, yeah. The deck is really good at doing the thing. Very consistently does the thing. Not much I can do about him doing the thing. <laughs> I mean, you can do the big die. In response, big scoops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know. Maybe one day I'll I'll win. Uh, I'll go positive in magic. <laughs> We're a little bit in the hole right now. <laughs> I'm actually out of store credit. Ten losses online. Oof. Feels bad. Yeah, Feels hard bad. to go infinite doing that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so we had a. We had some uh, some games outside of uh, of Magic over the weekend. <laughs> Do you want to touch on that? 
Here's your chance to throw some shade. Yeah, this house was so fucking busy. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Uh, so speaking of losing at um, games, me and John <laughs> teamed up and decided to lose together. <laughs> yeah, very badly. Very badly. It's like, well, did we lose? Well, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> so I, I ended up. So I went to this dinner, like a like going away dinner for Daniel and Ryan. Daniel, the tallest, um, second best amulet player. Oof, second best amulet player, man. Um, and Ryan, our, our other friend, who doesn't get out to play all that much, but um. So we go to this dinner, and I end up I carpooling with John. And after dinner, everyone decides, "Oh, let's go fucking bar crawl." I'm like, "Great, I'm going bar crawling." <laughs> yeah, he rode with us, so you're you're trapped. There's no escape. Um, for those of you who know or don't know, I guess I don't really drink all that much. So you had a, a cider the whole I evening, had, right? I had a cider, yeah, <laughs> over like I don't know how many hours, like. Five like hours, five six hours, yeah. One drink with dinner. <laughs> anyway, so we end up at this bar, and finally a pool table opens up. And since there's a bunch of us, it's like, oh, let's see, I'll team up two man, like you know, games of pool, and then loser like, swaps out Robin. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a guy who didn't, or a guy who pitched with the table stays. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Yes, yeah, just was there the whole time. Huh? <laughs> it's like martyr getting the most out of it. <laughs> and uh wow we got spanked yeah we got destroyed just man it was bad it was really bad i was just embarrassed by how bad i was and so john was saying like you better get some drinks so that way you have an easy excuse for sucking so bad <laughs> yeah like i did <laughs> i've been I, mean, I, wasn't... I I really don't think john would have done any better if he were sober so no no I, I really wouldn't have that was the thing is like i i wasn't sloppy drunk like so yeah i uh it's pretty sad because actually i work on a college campus and um they have a game room with pool tables and i was like both two, two of the guys i work with like you know they had their own sticks like they used to play a lot so they're like you know decent at least and so i was like well i want to learn from them how to play properly and so i did that and then like a week or two after i decided that they just closed the game room for like a year and a half <laughs> two years nice. maybe and so it finally opened up again and i played a little bit over the summer like four or five actually maybe like five or six times and i was like you know kind of figuring out like how to like not suck complete ass i was like okay like i can i can like not suck complete ass now and then yeah we go and play at this place and i couldn't i couldn't hit a ball straight to like save my fucking life <laughs> it was bad like take all this time line up the shot feel really good about it just no <laughs> like it's hitting the ball but it was like the angles were just completely whack yeah and then I don't know, Chris. You just Chris is bad. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember the last time I played pool. Yeah, yeah. Not a thing that I I do. But I was like, oh, but you're an engineer. You're supposed to be good at fucking angles and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourselves. All right. Oh <laughs> uh, man. And then so two of the other guys in the group were like talking mad shit, and then they got spanked too, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially Mike. Especially yeah. Mike. Oh, uh, yeah. Gotta, gotta get the rubbins on air, right? 
talking the the big smack oh you hit it too hard that's why you missed it oh you did this wrong you did that wrong and he goes in there and it's slapped i think they lost like just as hard as we did if not worse yeah although apparently so uh, apparently someone said that like if you scratch on the break you lose the game i have no idea i don't know the rules i don't know shit <laughs> but if that's true technically john and i won oh man <laughs> Technicality is my favorite way of winning. <laughs> yeah, we, we all know how much I love winning due to technicalities. It's definitely like my favorite way to win at winning by default. skill games. So yeah, um, <laughs> that was our our extracurricular uh, event. MTG pool cast. <laughs> MTG bad balls cast. Bad balls cast. No, bad balls is what they should call the the black red elementals deck. <laughs> bad balls. <laughs> that deck is fucking terrible. Um, speaking of eight balls, I know this has nothing to do with magic with the cast or anything, but um, <laughs> oh boy, uh, Mark Marquez won the MGP <laughs> World Championship over the oh, weekend, and his God. celebration included him running around the big giant fucking eight ball because it's his eighth world title. Okay. You know, get... I'm actually really salty about all this because um, I I hadn't watched the race. So I, I woke up on Sunday. Obviously, I hadn't watched the race because it happens at like 5 fucking a.m. here. Yeah, you had to go hopefully. get your, your, your baby. You got to go take care of your baby. That's why you had to leave us uh, the night before. <laughs> yeah, and so obviously I, I haven't seen the race. And I, I, I want spoilers, so I don't open Instagram because, you know, I follow all that stuff and it would just you know, be the first thing I see. So, okay, no Instagram. And then I go and there's like a like a Google headline or whatever my notifications bar. So I flip it <laughs> down and what does it tell me? Mark Marquez beats Fabio Quadraro to clinch his eighth world title. I'm like, son of a bitch. Google knows you too well, man. It's like I'm helping. <laughs> Did you find this useful? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. You had to wake up and get your car detailed. <laughs> yeah, and ceramic coated. Oh man. <laughs> delicious all right so buttery smooth now buttery smooth they gotta clean out all those crevasses <laughs> anyways we're way off topic um i guess i'll catch us up on what i've been up to unless you have anything else to to recount for us no no you're you're good you yeah, yeah so keeping on trend with not talking about magic uh i was uh i was gone for uh, two F and M's. That's how we measure time, right? In F and M's, <laughs> a little over a week, but two F and M's. Uh, I mean, it makes more sense than how people try to um, talk about time in light years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> people seriously do that. They shouldn't. Uh, I went to a wedding in Denver, Colorado. I was there for a weekend for a wedding, and then we uh, we flew in and we rented a rental car. We drove up to Aspen, Colorado, and hiked around up there. Then we went to Glenwood Springs. Uh, went over the Continental Divide somewhere in there. Uh, very tall. Much mountain, very tall. Very impressive. Kind of terrifying in a piece of shit rental car. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't know anything about piece of shit rental cars. My That's dude. true. You got me beat on that one. <laughs> Forgot about your <laughs> rental car. The, the, the old stick your head outside the car to drive in uh, inclement weather. 
which is the best way to drive in poor weather. Yeah, of course. Gotta experience the weather to fully appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> so went through Grand Junction, uh, went to Colorado National Monument, uh, we went to Moab, Utah, did Arches National Park, Canyonlands National Park, um, and then drove up to Salt Lake City, did some stuff around there, and then flew out, and that was like a fucking hell of a hell of a weekend, or a week, I should say. So, uh, yeah, it kept me real busy. <laughs> but on the, uh, the magic front, I've been having a lot more success than Chris. I've done uh, four leagues since I got back. I went 4-1-4-1-4-1 and 3-2. Um, and man, do I feel fucking robbed by all, all of those 4-1s. <laughs> Just, I am salty, very salty. Uh, I lost the first one to Paradoxical Urza in three games. Uh, and then I lost the second one to Jund in three games. And uh, game three, they go... Uh, I have a double run in six hand. And they go uh, Thoughtseize, take one run in six. Uh, I go like land, pass. They play a Tarmogoyf. Uh, I play a run in six. They play a Liliana. Uh, pitch uh, pumping their goif large enough to kill my run in six from their discard kill my run in six i pa uh, pass back to me i do something inconsequential i'm on like shocks by the way i don't have like basics for dead of winter and on their turn they play their fourth mana and go blood bright elf into tarmogoyf um and i did the biggest fucking die i've done in quite a while <laughs> rip yeah so that was pretty tilting and then last night i uh i got dumpstered by dredge round five just dumpstered o2 just got crushed i'm old to like four in game two um it's real bad so a little sad i did get to in my my three two league i did get to flex on uh joe Lissette a little bit though which was fun <laughs> joe's a good guy but uh I, I like i like flexing on pros it's fun um i was uh so he was on uh monogreen tron He's had like some super spicy deck that was like, oh, secret and stuff. He's been posting it on Twitter and their tech got out eventually. And I don't know, he's been proud of his his fancy Tron list. Uh, and so the first two games go 1-1 one, one back and forth. And uh, for some strange reason, in both games, he did not see a single red or a single black card or black mana. Which is quite unusual for the, the four color snow deck. Um... And so game three, I am um am I on the play? No, I'm on the draw. So he goes like land and I go swamp thoughtsies <laughs> for my turn one. Which I'm sure raised an eyebrow. Uh and then uh he'd like mold once or twice as well. So I take like a card out of his hand, and then on his turn three, uh draw step he's gonna assemble tron that turn so he still like gets disrupted manages to assemble tron uh i just uh assassin's trophy one of his tron pieces and surgical them and he just scooped <laughs> <laughs> ah feels good 
surprise, I had black in my deck all along. <laughs> it's a transformational cycle. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this or deck... Or it's like the, the, the teamer Delver Loma Salt Syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Where they just, like, see some half of the deck they never saw before. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This deck is weird. Like, you play a lot of games where you're like, this game, I'm a Wreck deck. This game, I'm a Buck deck. This game, I'm a Grixis deck. You just, like, don't have one of your colors. Like, the, the games where you don't have Astrolabe, you're just like, you're just like I guess I'm this random three-colored deck this game. <laughs> and it works fine, like, most of the time. Uh, pretty late. Sometimes in the, it doesn't. Yeah, it's pretty rare, though. Uh, <laughs> late in the game, you unlock your fourth color, usually, in those, uh, those awkward mana non-Astrolabe games. And, like, the thing is, is, like, you know, if if you like lost a lot of those games, the deck would be bad. But like, you just still win a lot of your three color games. Like, you just your cards are just really good. Um, so, <laughs> but um, recorded uh, our league last night where we lost to Dredge. I'm kind of sharing that around with people. Um, people on the Discord got to watch it. You know, hint hint can always join the Discord. We've had a few new people join. We got a a little bit chattier than it used to be in there now, so we've got a conversation. I think it's been kind of kind of steady, right? Yeah, it's been picking up. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have people to chat to. You guys should uh, should join us. Only a dollar a month. Uh, come and say hi. Um, but yeah, uh, four color has been super awesome. I'm still very much uh into the deck. Um, definitely going to keep playing it moving forward. I've been trying to jam as much as I can to get, uh, get that sweet, sweet practice of my new baby. Um, but there is a, there is a threat on the horizon of modern as we've moved past Hogak. Uh, and this, uh, is it Eldrian? I haven't actually pronounced the new set yet. How do you, is it Throne of, uh, Oh God. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Is it Eldrian? Eldrian? I don't know. ELD. <laughs> Eldrian? 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 I don't know. Eldrian? These made up words are hard to pronounce sometimes. Um, we have seen uh, the emergence of the new Paradoxical Urza deck with uh, Emery uh, and. Um, mox amber finally seeing some play and like a real deck um and uh yeah i don't know this deck is uh it's gotten it's gotten a lot of pieces right it got the witching well and some people are playing wish claw talisman um and i guess we can get into that in a little bit um but just keep that in mind that this deck is kind of like uh breaking out when we go over these recent events we had an scg team event a classic and a modern challenge and this deck is going to kind of show up repeatedly throughout throughout that as we go over the standings um i guess we'll go over the team event first i think that's reasonable uh one by none other than amulet titan in the modern slot, anyway. In the modern slot, yes. Yeah. So the top team was on Bant, Golos, Amulet, Titan, and Rug Delver. Uh, they're clearly playing the best deck in each format, right? Obviously. Obviously. Best deck in each format. Solid strategy for winning a tournament. I mean, Demon Delver, <laughs> Teamer Delver is by far like the most played Legacy deck right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely on the uh, the top of the top of the heap right now and people were like well you know it's kind of like rock paper scissors with that and the depths decks and um the third piece i think was like the just guy mentor decks 
if I remember correctly. Um, but the problem with that is, is uh, I guess the Rug Delver decks have started playing, I think it's like a crop rotation on a Caracas in the board. <laughs> and I guess that's, you know, allegedly, this is secondhand info, but allegedly this uh, kind of helps push the the uh, depths matchups down. And so that kind of leaves Rug at the top of the heap. I'm not as tuned into Legacy as I've been in the past, but that's what I hear. Uh, Mirror Lage historically pretty poor against Caracas. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, so... But uh, this amulet list, I know you wanted to talk about. Matthew Dilks. Yeah, so th- the most eyebrow-raising thing, I think for sure, is not one, but two Castle Garenbrig. Spend a win. And <laughs> perhaps the, the problem, not the problem, but the the bizarre thing isn't so much the two castles, but the lands that were cut for them two gemstone mines yeah it's kind of like a core piece of the deck i feel like it's like i guess gemstone mines were replaced by with breeding pools to try and make the castles better i don't i don't know two copies of breeding pool in the deck that's unusual right yeah breeding pools are definitely not a thing we typically see in amulet decks, but they have to be there just for the, the castles. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. More forest to turn on your castles. Um, it's also uh, full four copies of Once Upon a Time. Yeah, that card's been showing up all over the place since it got printed. I mean, I think the card seems pretty good. Well, free spells being good in magic, who would have known? Even though I went 05 playing them on my deck. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it's a uh, free uh, ancient stirrings, ish. Eh. Also, the return of the Rex Age to the main deck, perhaps a nod to um, the Urza deck. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, once upon a time, lets you kind of dig for it too. Yeah, my experience with once upon a time has been it's been pretty good. I mean. Oftentimes you'll have a hand where it's like, all right, this one spot time, if it's a balanced land, this hand's really good. Or if this one spot time is an Azusa, it's like really good. Like or a or a scout or something. And most of the time it on in your opening hand does find the thing that you wanted it to be. Hmm. So I don't know. Sticks, cards felt pretty good to me so far. That being said, I've only cast it with mana like twice. Hmm. And it was kind of just like I have two mana sitting around, why not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean that, that's like kind of how the card is designed to be used, though, right? Yeah, it's like I was digging for a specific land, although it would have been you know good if you were trying to do that, right? Just yeah. Kind of, but I, it was just like, oh, I have two extra mana. Fire off this once upon a time, I guess. Oh look, I found a random bounce land. Sure, cool. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but see, with with once upon a time and Castle Garenberg and Field of the Dead, I mean, there's been quite a few new cards added to the the deck like let's see that's four five six so there's seven recently printed cards in the main deck and then uh the sideboard uh has a two more force two force of vigors and another field of the dead i mean that it seems like amulet hasn't really been shaken up this much in a while right i guess karn was like the last thing that people were really jamming a lot of like that really like kind of reshaped the deck yeah other than that there hasn't been a lot of change to this deck um yeah 
I mean, but yeah, what else was there to really say? I mean, the list has been pretty stock, not stock, but pretty stagnant almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fuel Dead was kind of slow to be adopted. Yeah. It's slower than I thought it deserved to be adopted. I mean, it's good though, right? I mean, that's how, like, for example, like Bantel Drazi died, right? Like, they just didn't get new cards and the deck just kind of died. Um, it's kind of coming back now of green, white, like, but much, I mean, it's been a long time. So, I mean, it's good if the deck is not stagnant because it means the deck is keeping up with the rest of the format, right? It's not going to yeah. get passed up, passed by by the format. So, it's good to see new cards being added and um, moving the deck forward. I just, I just feel like tight, you know, space is getting tighter and tighter every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, where do they find room for these castles, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, so the, the big advantage of the castle, right, is just you, it just one turn off, right? Yeah, so the castle, it's another name for Field of the Dead. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of games where you're losing with Amulet, you're just like, man, I just need to top deck that one last mana and I'll play my Titan. And then you don't and you die because you play 29 lands and can't draw any of them. <laughs> and this kind of helps alleviate that problem a little bit. Gotcha. Just, um, it will speed you up too, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's a plus one. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that's, no, it's not nothing. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, are you sold yet or are you still kind of on the fence? I mean, I haven't played with the card. Gotcha. But I'm still not sold. That being said, off the top of my head, I can't really remember what utility lands are not here because of it. What's like, the meme? Like, uh, if you can't, <laughs> if you don't remember it, could it really be that important? <laughs> it's like a yeah. kid sitting outside in the rain. <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting something. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Amulet uh, took first at the uh, team open. Um, in second place in the modern slot at the team open, we've got that Urza outcome deck we were talking about. This deck plays a freaking pile of new cards um definitely a lot of a lot of new cards or just recent cards in the last year uh, we've got four emery lurker of the lock um to sigh from m19 it's been a little bit a little bit longer now uh four new urzas two sahili sublime artificers um and then we've got uh somatic vistas obviously being a new ad wishclaw talisman wishing well a nexus of fate um Paradoxical Outcome has been around for a while, um, but Mox Amber, uh, a little bit newer, and Astrolabe, obviously a new card. I mean, this, this, I thought the Snow deck was like one of the top decks as far as playing like density of new cards. Um, I mean, the deck really honestly is playing just a shitload of new cards, um, but this Urza Outcome deck blows it out of the water in that aspect. Um, this deck just doesn't even come close to existing with, uh, without the last years worth of sets it's really just kind of all been pooped into the format pretty recently so uh people like lsv are saying this is the the way to go for uh for urza they're saying this is uh just a better option compared to the uh the were urza Wurza decks um and from playing against it i definitely agree um it's faster uh it puts more on the board quicker 
Uh, it has a more powerful late game, although Thopter Sword is obviously very good. Um, but uh, this deck just draws cards like crazy of outcome, too. Um, yeah, I guess this, this version is playing um, Nexus Fate instead of Grinding Station. Yeah, some play Grinding Station and some play... Um, uh, I think I saw a list LSV posted with uh, Aetherflux Reservoir. Um, Wowza. Uh, and then Jace the Mind Sculptor is also in the main deck sometimes but not not yeah, there's a sometimes. there's another there's another condition with jace never just jace so um but yeah i mean you do you do powerful urza things you make a bunch of tokens of sai and sahili um kind of like how you know young pyromancer has been good in, in other formats in the past they do some more thing while also offering extra utility on top of that uh next to fate loops are obviously extremely powerful um, and then the deck just uh, makes a bunch of mana, and then starts powering out powerful must answer threats. Um, Oko Elforov in the sideboard of this deck, which is terrifying to me. Um, some versions are playing Teferi, some versions are playing Oko, some versions are playing both, um, and they give you another angle of uh, of attack and interaction. Uh, Oko plusing to make three threes out of all your random crap you have laying around every turn is like really powerful um just like oh my mistress bobble is a 3-3 now oh my mox amber that's a 3-3 um yeah just uh yeah oko is crazy oko is just really good um <laughs> it's been my experience in these last leagues i've been playing the card is really 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 powerful um so that's the second place deck and we're gonna be seeing a lot more of it it's also the third place deck um and then in fourth we have uh harlan fryer uh fire fire sticking with his four color wears a deck which he's been playing for a little while now um curious to see if he'll keep sticking with it because he's been having success or if he's gonna hop on over to paradoxal outcome anytime soon seems like a lot of other people are um i mean thopter sword combo is very powerful um so it's obviously good that they have that in their back pocket if uh, the meta overcorrects for them in a way that uh, Paradoxical Outcome can't beat, but like the Opposite Sword could, you know? Sorry to interrupt. I've, I've figured out the two lands that are missing in ha! place of these castles. Oh, okay. One is a Bounce Land. Ooh. Which, eh, I mean... What I hear is this castle does is basically does a, a bounce lane impression mm -hmm. sometimes, or vice versa. Um, the other land that was cut is Colony Garden. Interesting. Not afraid of no edicts, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... I guess the thing was with the printing of Field of the Dead, the odds of having a random token Much. to come along with your... Titan like much higher like, yeah it's not that difficult to get you like you don't need the garden to that makes protect sense. against on the veil a lot of the time hmm. yeah it's true yeah colony garden is a pretty weak card um all things considered i mean it was fulfilling like, it does make green but so does the castle so it's like yeah in terms of making mana it's the same card with castle being better because it has the upside of uh the little bit of ramp Mm -hmm. and the chump blockers usually not that big a deal mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense it's like you would have to it, it's 
it's better against like you know a deck that's attacking you and you just have the garden you can just play and bounce it play and bounce it as you're building up mana to play your titan mm-hmm. right but then post titan it's arguably the same card as the castle useless makes, makes sense yeah not useless but yeah yeah of, of limited use fairly weak interesting um so we're, we're in a, the Wurza deck um but i what i really wanted to talk about this is on my my list of things to talk about is this this fifth place deck oh man steven's out this week but he would be so excited right now so we're gonna be excited for him Spe- what bant golos wow yeah what, well, is, what ban- a deck what a deck yeah as it turns out, um, Fuel the Dead, good and standard too. Ah! Yeah, what a shocker. Yeah, there's a lot of Bant Golos in these events. Holy crap, that is... Uh... Or other random Golos colored... Not Golos colored, but Golos decks. <laughs> Colo- I mean, they are basically Golos colored. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, speaking of decks getting a lot of new cards, uh, or at least this version's crammed a lot in, um, is Affinity. Old school Affinity. Um with uh four copies of all that glitters which if you're not familiar is a one and a white enchantment it says uh, enchanted creature gets plus one plus one for each artifact and or enchantment you control i love how this is like slotted into like boggles and affinity like they they printed a card that was good for boggles and affinity at the same time like absolute fucking mad lads (laughs) um so this is like your uh you know cranial puddings uh five through or uh five through eight um which is obviously pretty good for a deck that's just trying to push out a lot of damage because it plays a lot of artifacts but the real spice here the card that has me super hype is is playing three copies of ginger brute and i first saw this and i was like why this seems terrible why don't they just play bowmat courier and i did not realize i had not read all the text on this card it's a one one with haste and it's because, also a food. Because you can't catch him. Yeah, you can't catch him. Unless he's, you too are a speedy boy. Yeah. So he's also got he's got the food ability. Two pay two, sack him, gain three, although he has to tap. Um, so you can't attack with him and then and then food him. So he's a he's an edible an edible creature. <laughs> he's a bottle nims with a little bit more uh limiting <laughs> Uh, text but uh you can pay one and it, uh ginger brute can't be blocked this turn except by creatures of haste there are not a lot of creatures of haste that see play in modern and they're usually tapped because they attacked you uh so ginger brute can uh basically become unblockable for one mana which is pretty sweet in a deck with uh, effectively eight cranial platings <laughs> yeah and since you're now playing all the glitters you cannot actually put all that glitters onto your etch champion yeah <laughs> you can put it on your ginger brute. You can have a shiny gingerbread man. Yeah. Let me tell you. One swole boy. <laughs> uh so I just thought that was sweet. Uh this deck probably just hits like a fucking truck. Um I imagine it is suffering from the large amounts of artifact hate people are probably playing for where's the decks? Um, but it seems like people have been kind of leaning more towards like permanent based disruption, like um, uh, Collector Oof and uh, Damping Spheres and garbage like that. I haven't been seeing as yeah. many. Collector like, Oof 
doesn't really do much against all that glitters. No. I mean, it does turn, you can't activate your ginger brute. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. But Vault Scourge flies in just well enough. Yeah, exactly. So... Or Ornithopter. Man, you can make a shiny Ornithopter. Yeah, man. One glittering, foppy boy. <laughs> so, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, Got the... 16 lands is that i feel like they were playing more than that maybe not maybe it's always been 16 one planes is interesting too for their the sideboard lack of glimmer void is interesting to me too yeah there's sideboard dispatches <laughs> and deafening been, silence maybe this guy just got you know shatterstorm to one too many times to want to <laughs> register glitters uh glimmer void ever again yeah i don't know I feel like you're just losing the game regardless if you get fucking Shatterstorm. <laughs> the card is backbreaking. Uh, doesn't kill your all that glitters, but unfortunately it kills literally anything you can have it equipped onto. So. <laughs> yeah. Just like a. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's a sweet uh, affinity deck. Uh, but yeah, looking at this tournament, man, just a pile of fucking Goldos decks in standard. Uh. Although I know we never talk about standard, but but there is a sweet standard deck. Yeah, this deck caught both of our attention. Uh, why don't you talk about it, Chris? You're you're way more hype. You were the one that, that saw it originally. <laughs> so, you know, screw this stupid um, Golos Fires deck here in second place. We don't want to talk about that. Instead, we want to talk about Jeskai Fires. Yeah, super friends of the deck. <laughs> Which is basically the same deck. But basically what you're trying to do here is you just survive until you can play a Fires of Invention. Which lets you play two spells a turn for free, as long as the CMC of the spell is equal to less than the number of lands you have. And then you have four Fae of Wishes, which lets you wish for whatever you want. I guess it's a non-creature game, non-creature spell, but and then you just can, since you can play two spells a turn, you just go wish for whatever you want and play that. Yeah, we're gonna just like it's got a pile of board wipes too. So he's like, pour, just play play a board wipe and a planeswalker, or wish and play a planeswalker every turn, <laughs> or wish and play a a board wipe. You know, whatever, yeah, whatever you do, you man. <laughs> you can like dawn of dreams into something insane and then just play that. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> and you can time wipe to bounce your fave wishes and do it all over again. Ugh, it's so gross. Yeah, the sideboard of this deck is hilarious, though. It's like got a, a casualties of war. It was like, what? Yeah, there's a card. I did not realize. I was like, I had to go reread Fires of Invention. It's like, oh yeah, you don't you don't pay the mana, so you just play this, you know, this Golgari card in your Jeskai deck. No worries. I also enjoy this plain wide celebration. <laughs> yeah. Choose four. <laughs> You may choose the same mode more than once. Two, 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 five color citizen. Bounce a permanent from your graveyard to your hand. Proliferate or gain four. So you just gain 16 life? <laughs> or proliferate four fucking times. Holy shit. Uh, wow, that seems really good on your Nicol Bolas Dragon God. Like, I'm gonna play this Nickel Bolas. Okay, now I'm gonna play this Plain White Celebration. Okay, now I'm gonna ult up my Nickel Bolas. <laughs> like, build your own dumpling season. Like, holy shit. 
Yeah, wow, that's just gross. That's just really gross. Yeah, this deck's sweet. It's got all sorts of like weird garbage going on. The Elder spell, just in case, you know? For the mirror, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's hot. It's actually really hot in the mirror. Woo. Like, true love's kiss, four mana to exile artifact champ. Why is it four mana? Because with fire's invention, who you, cares? You can play it for free. Yeah. Gets you, uh, get you a dispel that, or a disenchant that draws a card. Actually, it exiles. It's even better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This looks sweet. It's got this. I didn't even know red cap melee was a card. Red instant. For a single mana, deals four to a creature or planeswalker. If a non-red permanent is dealt damage this way, you sack a land? Like, don't need those. Yikes. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a high price, but man, when you absolutely 100% need a, need them dead. <laughs> I mean, if you're dying to the little red idiots, yeah, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> Even not so little red idiots. Yeah, I, I will say, does it kind of look like this guy's head is just photoshopped onto the picture? Let me see. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. Maybe it was someone that made the artist <laughs> mad. He's just like, he's like 90% done with the art, and he's like, you know what, this guy, this guy fucking pissed me off at the coffee shop the other day. Took a photo of him. I'm gonna slap that bad boy right on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so, uh, did you take a picture of someone this, for this, uh, this card? Yeah. Oh, do, do you know who it was? Of course I know him. He's, He's me. me. <laughs> yeah, the old standby. Uh, don't have a model. What Use I think it's very strange is the complete like lack of things to do before turn three or four. Yeah, man. I mean, you like can, I guess uh, you play Fave Wishes as a one-four tub lock. Justice Strike him. Deafening Clarion. You have one Justice Strike. You just shimmer of possibility to find some lands. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I guess standard's not that fast, but uh, I guess it can't be that fast considering all these fucking goals decks are taking over the format. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, this deck is not doing a whole lot before 4, that's for sure. I mean, it's playing 27 lands. That's a lot of lands. And man, it even has the Mirror Breaker of the Elder spell. Yeah, and Chandra. Like, Chandra's insane too, right? Like, oh, just make an emblem. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Like, you just get to kill all of their planeswalkers and then put two loyalty on your walker for each one you killed? Yeah. You know how absurd that is? Like, Sarkin the Masterless is crazy in the mirror, too. Like, you just, like, turn your planeswalkers into dragons and attack their planeswalkers? <laughs> what are they gonna do? They can't cast anything at instant speed. They have a fires of invention in play. <laughs> like, what are they gonna do? Attack you back? Yeah, I don't know. Their planeswalkers are dead. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. What a weird fucking deck. Oh, man. Yeah, you just like minus your Narset twice and then turn it into a fucking dragon or Sarkin. I don't know. This deck is hot fire. Yeah. Felt cute. Dimension. Felt cute. Might transmute into a dragon and kill you later. <laughs> yeah, so then all your plans are going to be dragons. You have Chandra Awakened Dragon. Yeah. Uh, Narset Parter of Dragons. Sarkin the Sarkin Dragon. the Dragon. <laughs> Teferi Time Dragon. Yeah. And then Ugin, the dragon. Well, you forget about the best one on the sideboard. Nickel Bolas, dragon, dragon. <laughs> dragon, dragon. Dragon, hyphen, dragon. <laughs> Fucking A+. Plus. Uh, yeah. 
many dragons. It's because Diego Bolas is like has all the other abilities of all the other planeswalkers, so he's like a dragon twice. Yeah, <laughs> double dragon, <laughs> twice the dragon. Was a uh, portal cave Johnson <laughs> twice as was it twice as much dragon per dragon? <laughs> That's a lot of dragon. <laughs> We shoot the whole dragon. That's twice as much dragon per dragon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. This next sweet. What a fucking pile. I like the this one sideboard Dovin's veto. <laughs> yep. your, your deck that locks itself out of ever casting instants again. Or counter spells, I should say. Or I guess you can cast Dovin's veto during your turn. <laughs> For what it's worth, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna resolve my big fat stupid planeswalker, and they're like counter spell. You're like veto, miss me with that shit. <laughs> uh, right? It's not as sorcery, is it? No. Yeah, just huh. That's the weirdest thing. I will say the uh, the sideboard of the ghost fire deck has also got some spice here. I mean, yeah. Chance for glory. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Take a chance on me. Enter the God Eternals finally showing up in the format. I don't think people have really been playing that card, right? No, yeah, no. Everyone thought it was going to be like really hot fire, and then I don't know. I've been playing the cl- I've been paying the closest of attention to the format, but I don't feel like I've really seen it. I mean, it's just a little expensive, right? It's like, oh, look, it it's a you know it kills their dude. You get a four four at least. You gain the life back, you mill them for four or whatever. Yeah. Man, these decks are just pile. Every format now is just like, how many colors can we play? Five? Excellent. <laughs> magic, magic the soupening. Everyone just on four and five colors soup. I mean, why not? I mean, there's so many like dual lands. Yeah. Legal and standard right now. When everyone is super, no one is super, Chris. <laughs> But they're even playing super evolving wilds. Super evolving is that circuit circuitous route? Fabled passage. That's cool. Oh, uh, circuitous route does it too, right? Search your library for up to two basic lands and/or gates. Put them into play tapped. Oh, but I'm talking about um the land. Oh, the yeah yeah yeah. Sorry. As evolving wilds plus. Yeah yeah. Gotcha. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I was thinking uh explore not explore but uh lay of the land it's like double lay of the land <laughs> yeah fabled soup to get your breeding soup <laughs> it's not get breeding soup it's basics oh yes 28 lands this is a, i mean how many how many lands of these decks normally play like 25 26 and like in standard i'm so out of the loop as far as standard goes it depends i'm <laughs> I mean, these decks really want to be hitting the land drops, so... Yeah. But 28 does seem a little high. I mean, Mono Black Aggro is playing 22 lands, so, I mean... That's where you're starting at, I guess, for an aggro deck, so... Probably in, like, yeah, the 24-25 range, and these decks are in, like, the 28 range. It's, like, a lot of land. Many, many, many lands. <clears throat> but, uh... That's the. I mean, if you're playing Fill the Dead, you want to play as many lands or different names as you can, which means you just play a lot of lands. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, that's the the team open, um, which is uh, 
the highest, I guess, level event we saw. There was also a, a classic uh, that same weekend, also won by Amulet Titan. Surprise, surprise. Best deck in modern. Best deck in modern. No bad matchups. No bad matchups. Although this uh, this version's playing Karn. Yeah. Okay. So what I find very strange about this uh, this list, because I'm you know always the critic, <laughs> is um no I maybe it's just like misreported on Goldfish or whatever. Maybe I should just yeah. Because um, you know, sometimes that tends to happen. I'm trying to figure out what card stands out to you. I'm, I'm trying to put my my amulet chops to good use here. Let's see here. Uh, okay, these all look reasonable to me. These all seem reasonable. Uh, I'm not sure what card you could be talking about. Hmm. I'm stumped. What card? What card stands out to you? Looks like it's reported wrong. Um, three oh. forests, no snow covered forests. Uh, well, there's also a Sakura Tribe Elder instead of Sakura Tribe Scout. Yeah, that tends to happen a lot. Yeah, on on goldfish. But yeah, you're playing Field of the Dead, and you're on three basic forests with no copies of snow covered forest. Ah, uh, yeah, that does that's seem wrong. weird. Maybe they couldn't um, find them. <laughs> the other thing that's really strange to me is you're playing Karns and three Coalition Relics. You don't normally see people playing Coalition Relic if they're playing Karn at all, because going turn three Coalition Relic, turn four Karn doesn't really do anything. Yeah, it's just wasted mana. <clears throat> Although I guess you could get you could get something with the Karn and play it, right? That's two mana, right? Yeah, which... Okay, let's see. What do we have inside where it's two mana Spell you want to wish for? Spell Sky. Got him! That is it. You can Otherwise, get a one, one you have pithing needle. What one ballista? <laughs> or explosives for two? I guess I mean, these aren't the worst things, but yeah, not not super exciting. Yeah, collision luck doesn't really shine in the Karn list from a ramp perspective, unless you really want to have a three three the turn you play Karn for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that's a little strange to me. But what do I know? They they won. You know, I'm over here o fiving. I mean, you won your MCQ. It's a um, eight round event, right? I mean, it's probably about what the classic was. Yeah, the other thing is, um, people who play Karn are always it's always a question of do they play Crucible of Worlds or Ram and App Excavator? Mm-hmm. This guy uh, electing with Crucible of Worlds, which I would tend to agree with if I were to play Karn. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Uh, also, Blast Zone on the board, I don't really like. I've never liked Blast Zone. Mm. It's quite slow. It was a card that like we first saw. It's like, oh, it's a land. It's going to amulet. Oh, it could be good. And then, I don't know. Just doesn't seem quite yeah. what you want to do. So in second place, we have another Karn deck. We have Eldrazi Tron. Um, deck definitely seems like it got a bit of a, a boost from uh, from Karn. And then some versions are playing uh, New Ugin as well. Um, so it's been a little bit of a shot in the arm for the format. It was kind of not showing up as much as it as it was back when uh, Shadow was really big a couple years back. Um, is that 2017 now? It's been a couple years, 2016. Tron, Etron was everywhere. Um, I played against it. It is uh, definitely a very scary alternate way of attacking. You know, you're kind of trying to beat all these creatures they bring in it's like okay well that's a really like one dimensional way of you know playing like i can beat that i'll just bring in some sweepers and you know try to stay alive and then get ahead on board 
uh, keep them, you know, stay out in front of them, keep them from resolving more of their dudes, and then, like, Karn just is like, oh, surprise, like, I just killed you out of nowhere with this Microsynth Lettuce. Um, so that's a, that's a good button to have for the deck. Um, I don't know, Karn just goes in so many decks. We put against, like, this bug, bug midrange deck last night, and, like, deep, deep into the game, um, like, game two, I think it was? Um, our opponents, like, just like for like what could they possibly have that we care about like liliana is dead any creatures dead like we don't have counter magic but like any permanent they played we just like didn't care about and then they're just like karn we're like what the fuck first off why are they playing this card second off how the hell are we gonna beat this mycosynth last next turn <laughs> that was a that was a bit of a sweat found found the the ice fang codal did not die but uh yeah i don't know karn karn decks are definitely good although I don't know about an amulet. Seems like the jury's still on that one, huh? So the reason I think Eldrazi Tron is a much better Karn deck, um, partially due to the fact that they don't have better options because they don't play colors. Huh. Um, because of that, there's sideboard like bullets. Mm -hmm. You can just put it in the deck if you want. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And there's pretty reasonable. Whereas, like, so like the loss of side of sideboard states is sideboard space is not felt as much in the colorless deck because your sideboard, your sideboard options were very limited as they were anyway. Mm -hmm, yeah. So a lot of these cards were just not very good cards. Now you can play these like really powerful bullets instead of like anemic other cards. Yeah, you don't have to play garbage like Ratchet Bomb anymore mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as you like air quote answer to Blood Moon. Now you just have a threat you can play with the Blood Moon and play anyway. Yeah, exactly. You know? <clears throat> Whereas a deck like Amulet, um, you're actually you're losing real sideboard cards by playing Karn. That makes sense. So the, the cost is more real there. So speaking of things that are real, is the third place deck real? <laughs> it's... It's, uh... It's real feels bad when you, you get got. <laughs> this is the Cheerios deck. I haven't seen this deck in a while. And they have a new card. They're playing Paradise Druid. Which I think is interesting. It's, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uh... Um, Sylvan Caryatid. That's a 2-1, basically, right? Oh, it's a text perfect song is untapped. So it's a bad Caryatid. But it can attack. <laughs> I don't no, know. I, I have a question like, is this the right card? <laughs> yeah, this one's weird to me. I can't I, I there's no way it's the right card. There's literally no green man in the deck. Other than like Mox Opal. Yeah, this one's a head scratcher for sure. Maybe it's uh maybe it's a supposed to be Paradise Mantle. That has to be it. Because Paradise Mantle is usually playing this deck, and I don't see any in the list, so it has to be Paradise Mantle. Yeah, I think there's no way they're playing this fucking card. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be Paradise Mantle. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so mystery solved, gang. Uh, so no new cards here. Um, just uh, good old fashioned Cheerios, uh, punishing people for not playing spell based interaction. Uh, not spell based. A little bit of new technology though. Um, one god the shrine and four claim to fames in the sideboard. Oh yeah, that is new. Yeah, you kill my paladin, he's back. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that they're not playing uh, unearth. Unearth. Yeah, 
do they make? I guess they can fame sometimes. Kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder, I guess it's just like, there's no reason for them to play on Earth, so claim fame is just like strictly better. In the very narrow times where you fame. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, Unearthed unearth doesn't advantage them in any way, since all eight of their creatures cost two, so. So let me tell you, this deck does not attack very often. No, no, it does not. And when it does, it's usually attacking for two. <laughs> but, oh, it's a very tough creature, let me tell you that. Yeah, one, one well-defended boy. The butt is quite large. <laughs> Seem to play a Doran in the deck, man. Just sideboard into four, like, assault formations? <laughs> Your thick ass boy getting in there. As long as you don't have fatal push, that's uh that's fine, I guess. <laughs> uh but the rest of this uh top eight, we got Burn Tron, Infect showing up again for the first time in a while. Uh Mono Red Agar, which I believe is just uh prowess. Yeah. Mono Red Prowess. Um and then uh Celestial Drawsy, like I mentioned earlier, kind of uh showing up here and there now, also packing uh some Karns in the main deck. Um, Although, this deck gets to do the adorable thing where you can Karn plus and go get Cataclysmic Gear Hulk. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cataclysmic And then Gear flicker Hulk. it with your uh, Eldrazi Displacer. Yeah. Man, Gear Hulk is sweet. I love that card. I was playing that in uh, blue-white for a little bit, and man, I like that card. That is a fun card to resolve. <laughs> like, single-sided balance. I mean, I guess it's still balanced, but like you get to keep your fucking... Gear Hulk, so. Oh. It's gross. Um. What else we got going on here? Oh, and putting a Batter Skull in an Endbringer's Hot Fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, Stoneforge Mystic and uh, and Karn have breathed some new life into this uh, Zark type. Um, losing the blue, they lose Drowner of Hope and some counter spells and sky spawner but really kind of just a bunch of nonsense honestly so uh and being a three color deck effectively instead of a four color deck is much better um because you were already like colors is kind of a different color anyway uh so yeah i don't know this is uh definitely a step in the right direction for a deck like this uh, it's been doing pretty well it's been showing up here and there um a lot more than it was before that's for sure there's a lot of burn in this top 16 one two three four Five burn decks and uh, mono red prowess. It's uh, quite a bit. You know our uh, our online meta, our personal meta for what we've been playing against. Uh, burn has been the most common deck we play against. Uh, There's just a lot of burn around right now. Still popular. Uh, the Horizon Lands have just really helped that deck. Really, really helped that deck. Um, they don't flood out nearly as much as they used to. They kind of keep the, the pedal, you know, foot on the foot on the gas pedal. The whole way through the game. So. I don't know. Burn's good. I guess it keeps people honest. Uh, it's not really my favorite matchup. But. Uh, it is what it is, right? It, it's a deck. It's not bad. Yeah. Looking at the uh, modern challenge. Um, Goldfish does not tell us who won. But top of the 7-0 list. Burn. <laughs> More Burn. Nothing really too exciting about the new burn decks other than the uh, the Horizon Lands. Oh, for a second I thought you were going to say nothing too exciting about this this list, but but that's where you're wrong, kiddo. We have the 
the fabled the fabled legend. The fabled legend. We've only heard we've heard whispers of of the deck exist, you know, coming into fruition. Oh, being hot fire. You mean you mean in in the yeah yeah. I thought you meant burn, but yes, this this deck, uh, the seven zero list is is spicy as fuck. Piloted by Canister, of course, Lord, Lord of the Spice. It's Emery, Lurker of the Lock, Jeskai Ascendancy, Wombo. Wombo. I mean, yeah, they just jammed Jeskai Ascendancy into into fucking paradoxical outcome Urza, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. This deck is uh, scary. <laughs> you know, just play a mox, untap your emery, tap your emery, play a mox in the graveyard, untaps. Oh, look! Is this a loop? Yeah. By the way, I'm just going to loot. Loot, 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 loot. Yeah, you keep feeding the emery, yeah. You find something else you like, or just, you know, make a million mana, Urza, your whole deck, you know whatever <laughs> yeah still got the nexus of fate for even more infinite combo possibilities yeah this deck just looks really really gross uh just guys and urza to like tap thopters for mana and they all untap with just guys and too like yeah yeah it's really gross um i mean the mana is a little more awkward to get a, a just guy colored permanent into play but i mean they've got eight moxes <laughs> uh, and astrolabes yeah, and Astrolabe. Like, it's like, probably not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, this version's playing like fetches too. Yeah, Strand, Tarn. Yeah, it's probably actually really easy for them to cast. Just guys and then see. Ugh. Yeah, this is I where I see the the deck going, and this is just some scary fucking shit, man. This deck terrifies me. Uh it just has so much combo potential, but then the backup plans are just really, really good, right? Like, um, Urza, just just an Urza sitting in play and, like, casting crap for free every turn is, like, really, really powerful. Um, and it makes a giant construct that will just kill you in a hurry. It goes wide with Sahili and Psy. Um, it has really powerful sustain, too, with um, Psy, you know, converting your random crap into, into cards and uh paradoxical outcome just gassing you right back up again even witching well contributes to it um i mean just late game being able to like cash your witching well in for two cards off the top is really good i feel like when when a deck is playing a card like witching well you are either laughing about it or shitting your pants yeah exactly like like the the kci deck playing all those icker wellsprings right you're like, oh, Wicker Wallspring, like, huh, what a do-nothing card. And then they KCI you, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, like, this is just, just a draw to that nets the mana. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It feeds, like, perfectly into their chain. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, this deck is uh, probably really busted, honestly. Um, people are still kind of figuring it out. But, of course, Canister, top of the top of the heap. LSV was uh, streaming, I think, this deck tonight? I'm not sure if he was on the Just Guy Sentency version or the regular uh, regular air quotes because it's such a new deck, the Paradoxical Outcome version without Just Guy Sentency. Um, yeah, this deck just looks like, honestly, like one of the most powerful things you can be doing in the format. And it's like kind of hard to hate out because um, like Stony Silence is like good against this deck, but like you can just play your crap and like make the opters. I mean, especially the Jessica Zenzi version, right? Like, oh, you play the Stony Silence, like, okay, well, you can still just go infinite with 
two moxes emery and just guy ascendancy well you can't you can't use the moxes under a it doesn't matter oh with the sentence you, yeah, just, yeah, you yeah. just cast them yeah yeah i'm sorry uh urza also uh the ability on urza comes from the urza so stony silence does not turn it off um yeah but you can still just make an infinitely large emery and kill them without yeah, yeah. Ever having to activate yeah, yeah. your exactly yeah box level yeah so like pretty ridiculous all their threats are blue so like um stuff that hates on blue cards quite good um mystical dispute seeing some play in sideboards there's actually two in the sideboard of this uh this deck right here itself um teferi time raveler is like a really problematic card of the sideboard of this deck too you know a lot of people are playing oko in the other version but uh, teferi is just so good because it protects you during your turn where you like do your broken ass shit um demands even more removal yeah this deck is uh this deck's hot <laughs> to get the same kci type effect where the engineered explosives main deck you know help answer any problematic permanents that your opponents bring in i think the best card you can actually well i was gonna say oof is like one of the better cards you can play but i guess Tony silence and oof are effectively the same they have a really I can't, they can't answer stony silence i guess they have do they have any answers other than teferi no nope, not in this list yeah so no one's playing that card anymore though <laughs> this is the the real issue so but i mean how much do they even care about that card really yeah that's true i mean it doesn't stop them from just playing a bunch of zero mana artifacts and drawing a million cards with paradoxical outcome mm-hmm. yeah so uh if you're looking for a degenerate artifact based deck this is uh definitely look no further this is the one for you uh i mean the, the the list aren't even like hammered out yet you know what i mean like this is like fresh off the presses like these numbers are not ideal probably i mean there's a lot of four of in here but there's there, you know there's play on this right like this for he was playing three just like is that the right number like i don't know maybe maybe yeah, not two two split on sign sahili who knows yeah i mean obviously canister is very good at building these kind of decks at this point so i'm sure his list is pretty good but like could you imagine like a pro team getting their hands on this and i don't know when the, ne the next modern gp isn't for quite a while i think so uh i'm sure the community can still hammer out some pretty good deck lists though so yeah i don't know figure it out boys and girls start thinking about this deck plan for it it will punish you if you don't and start thinking about um this mox opal long for this world yeah this is going to be this the camel that finally or the straw that finally broke the camel's back i saw someone say uh online and i think it's kind of facetious but uh maybe there's a negative truth to it like oh did watsi just print emery as like uh the final like excuse to get rid of mox Ipple? <laughs> uh i don't Peppers know it wasn't enough yeah i don't know i think it's uh way too uh ascribing way too much forethought to what's the and uh just you know maliciousness but uh ugh, yeah it's gross like why is this card why does this card have a cost reduction effect <laughs> cast this thing for a single blue mana like what the fuck why why is it legendary why does it have affinity for artifacts yeah i thought that was a broken mechanic yeah exactly <laughs> fucking a man i don't know uh yeah same shit different name right so so yeah uh it's like it's not vigilance it's just my creature does not have to <laughs> tap to attack 
yeah uh so we have a a more uh garden variety paradoxical outcome deck uh also at seven to no um and then below that we just have three six oh or six and one amulet decks uh blue red control uh one blood moon so it's not just a blood moon deck this is actually like an honest to god blue red control deck which i thought was interesting uh kind of reminds I mean, it's, me it's a thing in the ice deck yeah yeah it's a thing in the ice deck but they're only running three things in one moon i mean this is you know moving away from the bread and butter of this type of deck for a while so that's interesting playing uh three archmage's charms and uh uh i guess not a lot of the castle vantress is interesting surprised they're not playing the uh the other new the island uh the one mystic that sanctuary. mystic sanctuary that card is really gross i think and that card is i don't know people people talk about it it's interaction with crypto command like counter something bounce your your uh, sanctuary yeah that seems kind of scary uh another emory ascendancy deck in six and one um so yeah i mean it's just already showing up they're playing four just guys and then sees main deck tormod script is interesting i mean it combos by itself with your um emery <laughs> yeah like you don't need two opals you just have one tormod script mm -hmm. uh jokers are wild this name is familiar i'm pretty sure that this guy that got six and one with Jund of the challenge is the Jund player that we savaged the other night. Yeah, three. Yeah, he's playing uh, Dark Confidant still. Yeah, we played against this guy the other night and just like ripped him in half. <laughs> uh man, Jund is such a fun matchup. Dark Confidant definitely uh not good against us. No, not good at all. Say hello to my run in six. He's just not even yes. playing run in six. Just perhaps some budget constraints maybe i mean john doesn't really strike me as a budget deck but who knows <laughs> well it's not like um rent six is a cheap pickup either no it's why i'm still renting mine <laughs> Ugh. Interesting uh, here five and two elves far from home yeah yeah uh two more emory decks at five and two another urza outcome deck at five and two just a lot of urza um most played card in the uh in this deck dump urza oh, i'm sorry actually actually it's the most played creature the most played card is engineered explosives which is very head scratching um it's because of your decks playing four of them yeah i guess so um, and sometimes decks that don't play urza play them too yeah permissible titan second most played creature <laughs> A one less copy one less copy than urza and Emery with 22 copies. Collector Oof with 21. And then far, far down below at 14 copies, Snapcaster Mage. <laughs> Which is pretty impressive for a sideboard card, right? Yeah. Collector Oof. Yeah, there must be a lot of Oofs. I mean, there is a lot of green, right? We've got, let's see, we've got, just, I don't think Dredge plays Oof, right? That must, no. Okay, so uh, so we've got Titan Shift. Tron might play. I don't think Tron would play it in the board, right? That seems crazy. Yeah, no, not in Tron, but I'm sure Titan Shift plays it. Uh, and we've got a bunch of Titan decks. Um, humans probably plays it. Jun decks. Another Titan shift. Elves, I'm sure plays it. 
four color copycat i wonder if they uh yeah they're a green deck so they're uh they're playing three oof in the sideboard yeah um in fact probably plays some oofs if i had to guess nope no oofs two okos in the infect deck though that's interesting just turn your uh turn your duders into three threes <laughs> for the backup plan yeah loses infect yeah that's kind of weird wonder what the story of that is guess it's a flexible answer to stuff get rid of your uh, bridge from below it's a uh, it's an elk now <laughs> bridge from below uh, excuse me sir that card is banned <laughs> and i would be shocked if that card got turned into an elk <laughs> how would that even happen someone would have had to play their bridge oh, man, from that's, below. Some, that's some fucking galaxy brain shit right there <laughs> I could cast this bridge, turn it into an elk. <laughs> Got him. Like, ha, I'm going to play this bridge from below so I can crack the earth. Put <laughs> in my graveyard. Crack the earth. And you're like, aha, I'll turn it into an elk. And they crack the earth in a second anyway. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Way too deep. We're way out in the weeds on this one. Task failed successfully. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of cool decks floating around on the fringes here. Um, there's a, a Bant, uh, Bant Stoneforge deck here with Oko. I think Oko, Oko is in a lot of these, like, not, um, like, Oko is showing up in a lot of these decks, these, like, green-blue decks, right, um, that aren't the, uh, you know, the top-tier decks. Although some people are playing it in, uh, um, Paradoxical Outcome. Um, but I think it's cool because, you know, um, we were always talked about how bad blue-green was, right? Like, blue-green's so bad. Um, what a bad color combo in modern. Like, what were the what were the big draws to the color before you know these most recent sets? Like, just there were no good gold cards in green blue. Like ever, like Simic Simic Charm. <laughs> um, like yeah, like this is bad, just really bad. And now we have, uh, yeah, the best blue green card that was printed uh, was uh, Celestial Sanctuary. <laughs> yeah sorry similar growth chamber. similar growth chamber yeah you had like garbage like coiling oracle before like the cards are just bad now we have oko and ice fang Kodal. like whoo whoo um no longer are we gonna have to hold our breath and uh you know hope that they print a, a decent uh uh nissa or um what's the uh the moon folk uh what's her name uh I can't remember her name. <laughs> the green blue planeswalker. Uh, there's a bant one too, I think. Uh, everyone's screaming into their mics now. It's so and so. Tamio. Tamio, yeah, Tamio. Like, <laughs> no longer do we have to hope that we finally get like a playable like Tamio Nissa or uh, Kiora. Kiora, yeah. Like, <laughs> we've actually got like good cards now. We got Oko, so that's cool. Um. This is crazy. Like, yeah, blue green is much better than it was. So, hey, John. Yeah. Do you have any Felidar Guardians? No, I don't believe so. Oh, then how am I supposed to play this sick ass pile of magic cards down here? <laughs> the four color coffee cat deck? Yeah. Woof. What a fucking pile of cards you like. This is Now, this is a deck of pile of cards four, I happen to own. Four Oath of Nissa. <laughs> you can't get away. You will never escape. 
Okay, just listen to the numbers of cards in this deck. Yeah, it's insane. Four Othernissa, standard. <laughs> Two Search for Tomorrow. <laughs> One Jace the Vine Sculptor. That's all you need. Two Teferi Time Reveler. Four Stahili Rai. One Renin Six. Two Oko Thief of Crowns. That's like a mandatory for a blue green deck. You just you just stick two Oko in your deck at this point. You know, four Felder Guardian, no surprise there. Four Sakura Tribe Elder. These are actually Sakura Tribe Elders. <laughs> yeah, not scouts. <laughs> two Ice Fang Codals. Don't need the full four. And of course, three Primeval Titans. Just three. Yeah, what the fuck? Just three. Just because. Why not? You know, we have this like ramp thing going on, so I guess we'll just throw in Primal Titan Field of the Dead, because oh, why not? Yeah, it's like, oh, we're gonna go just fetch these Field of the Deads out of the out of the deck with our, our It's a 23 land deck. Like, it's crazy. The sideboard yeah, is you know, crazy. You just like Sakura Tribe Elder, but you don't crack it. So next turn you can untap play Sahili Rai and then copy your Sakura Tribe Elder <laughs> to ramp. Oh my god. This deck, yeah, I thought we were getting greedy with the colors. Jeez. Like Look, you get to like bounce something, draw a card, and then play to like Filter Garden to bounce your Teferi. <laughs> and bounce something else to draw a card. Value, value, value. Oh man. Just can't keep up. <laughs> and then four paths because you know you gotta interact somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, you that or block with your two ice things, I guess. The two ice thing is particularly eyebrow raising. Like, oh, we need a little bit of like you know stability. So, what if, oh, two codals and a Renin six, you know, complement. So like, oh, we need to play some codals because they're like really good blockers, or whatever. But we're not actually playing that many snowlands, so they're not that good. So I guess we'll just play two. Yeah, they have what two two. Oh no, they have more snow basics. And I was looking at regular basics. Yeah, there's two regular basics for some. I guess for Field of the Dead. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yes, yeah, so they're on 2 2 one, one. There's six snow lands in this deck. Interesting. It's kind of like us. Jesus. And Christ. then, you know, different random fetches because. Yeah, four Field colors. of the Dead, so they, have two, they have two colorless lands in their four color deck. Ugh. They come in to play tap, too. Oh my god. Yeah, this is a. What a fucking greed pile. Wouldn't surprise me if the two losses weren't even like to their opponent, but just to like their mana. Man. You can even fell a guardian to bounce your astrolabe to draw another card. Ah, you can Teferi it too. Ah. <laughs> oh man. Six one humans. Are they playing uh are they playing the uh the dreamy boy? One dreamy boy? They're not. Charming Prince. No charming princes here. Oh, I played against Charming Prince. <laughs> I got slapped. Yeah. <laughs> but not because of Charming Prince, because of his quad meddling mages. Excellent. And then his triple deputy of detention. Whew. Sounds effective. Mono red blitz. This is just the same. It's just mono red prowess, but with kiln fiends. Sideboard reality hemorrhage. <laughs> but why though? I don't understand. Yeah, he, heard, he heard that that guy was playing affinity again. So yeah, like why would you like? It's just man, this card's terrible. Like why? I'm trying to think like why he would play Reality Hemorrhage. 
Um, core does, core, core Firewalker? Firewalker? Yeah, I guess that's it. Kozilek's Return does too, though, but it's a mana more expensive. Hmm. But it's also playing. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they're playing two of them, so it's like, why not play just the Kozilek? Interesting. I mean, Reality Hammer goes upstairs too. Yeah, that's true. In a pinch. Maybe they wanted three. Doesn't trigger your Dragon's Claw though. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't put a counter on your Shrine of Burning Rage. Yeah. What a deck. Yeah, I mean, these, uh, these uh, Mono Red Prowess decks are kind of tempting to me. Like, they're not my style of deck, air quotes, but like, I do like just like playing these like really aggressive throw all your shit on the table. What do you got? Prowess decks sometimes. Um, I mean, it feels fun just blowing people up. Yeah, yeah. You do, and you just when you when you succeed, you succeed big time. <laughs> like crash through, what a card! Yeah, cantripping trample. Mm. No more. Gives all your creatures trample. Yeah, like if we don't need those fucking cerulean wisps or what? No, vendillion or what was? It? Yeah, cerulean wisps. I think it's what they were playing like way back when. Cerulean Wisp? I'm pretty sure that's the card that untaps the creature makes it blue and draws a card. There's a red version too. Is it, uh... I there was a Red Wisps. I don't know. I thought they were playing that in, like, these Kilnveen decks. As someone who's played the card just got sent before, I remember what Cerulean Wisps does. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it. Uh, maybe I'm spelling it wrong. Isn't it ridiculous how uh, I can crimson, afford- crimson wisps? Crimson wisps, yeah. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous that I, I bought the Jessica Ascendancy to play this really dirt cheap, stupid combo deck, and now I can't even play the Jessica Ascendancy deck anymore because all of a sudden it's a Mox Opal deck. Huh. It's okay, they'll ban it. <laughs> that solves your problem, right? Oh, yeah. It did not. Uh, oh, man. Mono White Emiria 5 out of League. Wow. Speaking of Emiria, I saw some guy playing Blue White Emiria at the MCQ. Wow. That was a blast from the past. Did you see him because he went to time? <laughs> no, I think he was talking to um I think he was talking to Sam because they both play Emiria. <laughs> oh. Ugh. What a slow deck. Four Charming Prince. Seems really Says good. the snow player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking talking smack, I shouldn't be talking. Um so yeah, that's kind of where we're at in the format. Uh there's uh a ton of Urza decks. Um decent amount of big mana, decent amount of jund, quite a bit of burn. And then a smattering of uh fair blue decks of all different flavors. Um anything else we want to talk about before we kind of move into the End of the podcast. Slot of the week. You should put up a, a poll somewhere. Will Chris get baited by another Oath of Nissa deck? <laughs> 100%. You've clearly not learned your lesson. The fact that you like even wanted to talk about the deck shows that you have not been... His punishment must be more severe. I've not demonstrated the ability to resist an Oath of Nissa deck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's ever gone well for you. Never. I, I bought those Oath of Nissas. They're signed, right? Or no? No, they're not signed. They're signed. I just bought them. Yeah, I got them. I got them a prize at Davis Cards and Games. I've never played. I've never cast one of them. 
I'm pretty sure they've been in like my possession longer than yours. Oh, easily. I only had them in my possession for like a few months, and you've had them for like multiple years now. <laughs> I haven't been playing them. They've just been here. Oh yeah, just waiting to bait you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, it's I. I get much better EV out of you having those than me having them. <laughs> much better EV. Hours of hours of entertainment. Man, if I play this deck, I will have not saved up Search for Tomorrow in a hot minute. <laughs> search, you have them? Oh, you used to yeah. play them in the 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 breach deck, right? Do the breach? Yeah, which I also got invaded to play fucking Oath of Nissa. <laughs> Gangs all here. Search for Tomorrow, Primeval Titan, Oath of Nissa. It's been a while, boys. <laughs> it's like a reunion. Oh man, holy shit. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> on that note, on the note of Chris getting totally baited, what's your salt of the week, Chris? Is it Oath of Nyssa? Are you going to change well, it? <laughs> I was like, well, now it's obviously Oath of Nyssa. Um, or Search for Tomorrow. Whew. Uh, oh, yeah, that card. <laughs> that card. Uh, actually, my salt of the week is going to be Once Upon a Time. Yep. Card seems just pretty Gucci, man. I don't know. Once upon a time, an, an amulet player kept seven cards. Also, <laughs> it's a card I'm considering playing in our stupid or my stupid pet deck. Which is oh the, nap, the blood sun oh, napkin. Oh yeah, yeah. You've been continuing development on that one. Every now and then, Chris just messages me or tells me like an F and M. He's like. What if we play this card in the Blood Sun deck? And it's like, you talk shit about people like being like, what if we play this card in Amulet whenever something new comes out? I've heard way more, what if we play this card in Blood Suns from you than I've ever heard. <laughs> With the will it Jun or does this card go in Amulet comments pale in comparison to the will it go in Blood Sun? Because <laughs> here's the thing, the Blood Sun deck just isn't very good. No. And <laughs> so, so trying to find a card that would make the deck a little bit less trashy is a constant a constant hunt right yeah i mean the, it, it's not clear if this random card is actually worse than cards we already have in the deck <laughs> yeah it's 100 percent true yeah well because we were playing a finale of devastation yeah like that card, that card is, no didn't it's consistently out. been poor yeah so get those Although, out. Although when you do X13 and attack them with a 13 power of Royal Wizard, it feels fucking great. <laughs> but let's be honest here, like yeah. it's not oh. not really what the Oh loud he coming. All about. <laughs> but no really, I mean like the so the deck has very big problems with having opening hands where you either have like a turn two blood sun and no like land to make it good. Or you're like, oh, I have a Blood Sun, but I really need a Mana Dork. It doesn't find Blood Sun, though, is the problem. No, it also doesn't find um, our Planeswalker Threats, which is also a problem. But, um... <laughs> yeah. I mean, the big issue is, like, lack of access to to Blood Sun, really. Although, this helps us find our, um, our fields. Much yeah, more the, consistently. The, the, the other thing is, like, if you don't go turn one Dork, this deck is quite slow yeah yeah and so this also helps you find a turn one dork 
yeah yeah it's not bad actually i guess because like and then like game it just like you know it just does the same thing as like a stirrings does late just like digs you five deep to find a threat which is pretty yeah but you can normal. find like infernal titan yeah yeah or, or glory bringer I mean, we were playing Explore, and that card felt really bad. It's because it was. This this card has to be better than Explore. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was the other card I, I was talking about? Oh, Stoneforge Mystic? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that in my deck. Let's just get an equipment and then hardcast it. Argentum Armor. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I wonder, is a, are there any more expensive uh, living weapon cards than Batterskull? <laughs> um, they aren't good yeah there's one i forget what it's called but it's like it's a lot of mana and it makes like a plus two plus two flying or something <laughs> wow it's pretty bad last right is pretty bad in your no swamp deck last right oh baby oh <laughs> yeah i guess better school is still just like the best because it's like also just castable like in, yeah. in an average game oh yeah, maybe uh, I've got the loan account still with like I think three fifty is the credit line or something. So um, yeah, mortar pod not so hot. Yeah, I can return my run in sixes. Not my force of negation spiked again, dude. It went from like forty something to sixty again. So I'm like, those are locked up. Can't check those back in. <laughs> but run in six, I think, is like the same. So I can get I can free up like two hundred and twenty ticks of, of of stuff for us to mess around with for blood sun. <laughs> excellent excellent yeah uh <laughs> okay so so yeah once upon a time in the blood sun deck uh what about what about amulet you've been testing it still still on your slot of the week for for amulet or is, are you off it for amulet i've only played one league with it it seemed pretty decent um the rest of my play was so poor that it kind of overshadowed whatever once upon a time was doing mm-hmm. um i picked up a full four online i only played three and that was probably Maybe not correct, especially if I'm trying the card. Yeah. Should probably just jam as many as possible to see how it goes. Yeah, it makes sense. So. But uh, maybe I'll have to pick up some castles too to see. I don't know. How, how much are they? Oh, no idea. Nothing, probably. Probably not much. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> we take a lot of like thinking and tinkering and finagling to to try Ivan's crazy suggestion of, oh, just play Oko and Amulet. I mean, I've got two Okos. Picked them up. So, just say the word and you can uh, you can do some some testing with them. Yeah, but the, the mana would need, like, an overhaul, too. Yeah, definitely. Put those, uh, put those spare ticks to some use, man. Well, going 05 is a... <laughs> pretty good way to use them right the castles are like uh like 70 something cents 75 cents <laughs> so nothing yeah the once more times are like 11 when i got them mm-hmm. yeah they're like 10 12 12 to 13 now yeah so anyway what about you john what do you hyper to play i'm pretty hyped for oko man oko has been really okay good. no it's been way more than okay uh i'm uh i'm loco for oko puffs um there was a lot of talk in the the four color snow discord about oko when it got spoiled and like some people kind of picked up pretty quick that it was like filling holes in the deck 
uh and then you know i wasn't i didn't, didn't get turned on to it right away but well before the release of the card i was like sold uh, just like theory crafting it you know and so i pre-ordered it like 20 um i just got them in the mail today actually they're right here in front of me oh, i'm all sleeved up uh, uh in testing online this card has been fucking berserk uh i don't think i've sideboarded it out once in 15 matches um it's just good <laughs> just really really good you know it gives you life it get, you can win against burn game one now um i mean we won we won a game in our last league against burn 2-0 uh with no okos uh game one no life gain at all game one actually just a good tempo play but um it makes it so much easier so much easier to win game one um and against like uh these mid-range decks it just starts pooping out threats that they have to deal with and so you just you're just winning on virtual card advantage uh it puts threats into play against these big mana decks it answers troublesome permanents like when your opponent like in on tron or whatever like you know they're like you got like some some crap going on and then they play oblivion stone and you just like untap and turn it into a fucking three three like you know untap pinoco and turn it into a three three and then you just have like you know codals back to block like it's so good like it's so so good it gives you an answer to worm coil engine against tron that doesn't involve like three for winning yourself um yeah i mean the card is just really really good i can't i can't like can't overstate how good it was i had like some galaxy brain line play the other night where it was like oh we can like dead of winter because we like, couldn't dead of winter to kill some goifs and i was like oh we could like dead of winter to shrink the goifs and then like minus five our oko and swap a food for a tarma goif <laughs> we just like weird shit like that um i don't know i've been really 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 pleased with the card um we took narset out for oko and um uh we actually put narset back in one main deck in one sideboard and we've actually been really liking that um still having access to narset and then narset just like you know opens up your access to other bullets um so yeah oko oko is loco uh Definitely, if you want to play a green blue deck, you should have at least two Okos in in your deck, unless you're playing like combo. If you're playing a fair blue green deck, get some fucking Okos. They're so so good. Um, just it's very flexible. Uh, it takes over the game. Um, you know, when you're playing a control deck, being able to play a planeswalker that kind of warps the game around it is really powerful. And just having like Narset on two, Oko on three, um json4 like you just like you have a lot of inflection points in the game where when you choose to um you can just make the game all about your planeswalker and then you just pull even further ahead on card advantage uh every time you do that because your opponents even if they succeed in getting it off the table they're usually falling behind in the process and so your your stranglehold over the game and your resource advantage just starts to snowball more and more with each one of these you know threats you throw out and doing it from you know consistently on two three and four has been really good um then obviously like you know a, a four color control deck with all these like powerful gold removal uh card spells is like very capable of just sitting back and playing like drago magic but like having these really powerful hammers to like proactively play down um just helps a lot of matchups where you need to be able to do that so oko has been aces 10 out of 10 would would oko again one hungry boy <laughs> uh have you played against it at all uh no yeah i have not i have not seen the card in play really as of yet i've seen a lot of okos in play <laughs> i played against i played against bant soul herder and um 
they're playing like codals and crap like that too and like we ended up at a point in the game where i just like stole their their soul herder and then like end of turn blinked my codal with it and like they just they were done they scooped like <laughs> how do you beat that right like <laughs> so gross they got like a, a food and they got a food token and then we got like a really powerful creature and a trigger off our codal just like pulled way way ahead so oko's oko's really really gross this answers like random crap to like bridge from uh or uh ensnaring bridge um um hate permanence can like answer like i don't know it's just it's just like all sorts of random garbage that you control decks just really like having that that's like like way uh five minutes of fairy was like so good for blue white when i got printed right like i was like now we get to play this like powerful planeswalker that just like randomly answers, answers anything anything anymore. yeah and like oko's feels really similar um so super sweet i'm in love i'm in love with the oko <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's that's the slogan i'm in love with the yoko uh <laughs> can't can't top that one uh so yeah uh i think we're gonna wrap it up there unless chris has anything else to add um yeah i mean <laughs> yeah yeah winners don't do drugs play oko <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Uh, thanks for checking us out and sticking around to the very end. If the more you buy, the more you save. <laughs> the more you buy, the more you save. There you go. Yeah, thanks, thanks for thanks for checking us out and buying more and saving more until the very end. Uh, if you're wondering where you can find more of our content, head on over to mtgconflux.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under the same name. You can support us and join the MTG Conflux community at patreon.com slash mtgconflux or by buying MTG Conflux shirts and swag on redbubble.com. Check out the links on our Facebook and Twitter pages. If you have any suggestions or comments, please reach out to us. We'd love to read them. Again, we really do appreciate you sticking around, and we hope you'll join us in the next one. Later. Later.